We are looking ahead to game week four. My name is Matt, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Mr. Ryan Hodges. Hello, Ryan. Yeah, hi, Stat Matt. Yeah, we're looking forward to this one. A little break, but back on it. <laughs> yeah, it's that early international uh, window that always sort of comes right when you just feel like you're starting to get into the flow of the uh, the new season. But um, yeah, we're back. We're back at it now. We've got a run of I think four game weeks before there's another international break or something like that. So. Uh, but yeah, let's um, let's begin uh, as we always do by looking back. Game week three was a couple of weeks ago now. Not sure if we can remember m- many of the details, but um, how did you get on, Ryan? How was your uh, how did your game week three turn out in the end? Yeah, so the details were quite sketchy to be honest. <laughs> um, I'm now yeah looking up. I scored sixty one points. Um, it was a bit the week. Um, like Captain Antonio saved me. He got um, he continues his amazing form, so that helped. Um, yeah, I was just looking at sort of the results. Man City bashed Arsenal, so um, I mean whether that was a surprise or not. But um, in the meantime, my team value has just been plummeting with my two Arsenal assets. <laughs> but we'll come on to that and what I'm doing with them. But uh, other than that, yeah, I think it was it was a pretty standard week other than I suppose the Man City thrashing Arsenal and none of us really I think Torres was the main man to have wasn't he how about yeah. yourself Matt yeah I did okay pretty well um so, uh, 68 points um overall I mean I think our teams are broadly similar in their spines so um yeah Antonio captain um won a lot of points um Greenwood has been a been a great sort of pick for me for the start of the season three goals yeah. in three games um returned again so that was um that was fantastic in that sort of flex spot in my team um happy with happy with that um tony got his first goal of the season um which is pretty good that's one in three um you know he's sort of about sort of 6.5 million if he could return you know 10 goals a season that'd be great so that's that's sort of a good a good return from him um and yeah a little bit disappointed with the um with the leads uh the leads guys against burnley um i played ailing in defense two points rafinha midfield two points as well so um yeah not 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 amazing but um green arrows across the board which is uh, which is all we all we're looking for really at this at this point in the season good stuff so there's there's been quite a lot happened since we uh, last spoke uh, one there was a transfer window that closed and i suppose the second thing uh, a certain cristiano ronaldo returned to the premier league uh, signing for manchester united which uh, which was a little shock i don't think any of us saw that coming uh, he's yeah. been priced at I mean, we, we, I don't want to just turn this into the Cristiano Ronaldo uh, pod, but he's come into the game for 12.5 million. Uh, he has to come into our thoughts where he's just a phenomenal, if not one of the, one or if the best player ever. So I think we, we can touch on some of those things and whether, and whether we're um, thinking around uh, whether we can get him into our teams because not only the likes of Cristiano Ronaldo, we have Romelu Lukaku, we have Harry Kane, we have uh, Mohamed Salah, we've still got Bruno Fernandes, whose classes are sort of big hitters. So there are huge options now that can absolutely sort of I've seen many and many a wildcard being pulled to try and get these players into the team so that's probably the best place to start like fixtures wise uh, Matt did you want to just go through anything that's um, again it's, it's a lovely schedule Saturday, Sunday, Monday um, anything in there that's um, yeah ones to look at 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, obviously you've you've touched on Ronaldo. United playing Newcastle at home um, could be his could be a second debut. Um, obviously, a, a, a big fixture um, for the United assets. Um, but we'll talk about Ronaldo. I think probably in the transfer section. So looking elsewhere around the around the league, we've got West Ham away at Southampton. Antonio's been the man of the season so far, um, by far and away leading in terms of points for for forwards with forty points. Um, uh, he's got Southampton, a, a, great, a really, really good fixture um, uh, for, for him. Could he continue his, his hot streak um, would be would be good there. Um, and uh, Liverpool leads on, on Sunday, Sunday's only fixture actually, um, is, is an interesting one. Leeds um, massively um, conceding a lot of chances, a lot of XG against them. Saw United put a lot of goals past them in the first week of the season. Um, so it's a really tempting um, uh, captain's the option again for, for Salah. Um, there, elsewhere. I mean, I think there's a few other ones. I'm not sure, Ryan, if there's anything that catches your your eye in that in that um, fixture list. Well, uh, yes, my team Spurs. They're unbeaten. They haven't let a goal in. Top of Way the to Palace, uh, top of the league. Yeah, they um, haven't let a goal in, and yeah, they've got Palace away. So. I am expecting us to continue that. Um, I think Palace will cause us a few problems, but I think interested to see Harry Kane scored for England last night. Uh, he generally starts slow, but then by game week four, he absolutely starts to explode. So it'd be interesting to see whether he comes within our thoughts. But yeah, so maybe uh, maybe it was all not too bad at Spurs at the moment. And then obviously the other side of North London is Arsenal. Um, and this isn't a jibe at Arsenal, it's an unfortunate start. Okay. But there is a relegation six-pointer v Norwich uh, early on in the season. Um, what I'm interested in as a sort of fantasy manager, I've basically made a mistake. I didn't know Arsenal would start this bad, but I've got two. I put two of their assets in for... They've got a relatively good run coming up now, Arsenal. They've got four or five good fixtures. Um, and I, that's why I put, picked two of them into my um, fantasy team. Um, this is one of the fixtures I'd highlighted that they'd be playing Norwich. Um, I have Ben White, I have Smith Rowe. Um, the worry is, is I've already lost, I think it's 0.2 value across both of those players. And I think Ben White might even go down in price again. So I need... A return from Arsenal, otherwise my team is uh, is is literally on the demise. So that's they're, they're two sort of couple of fixtures there that I'm looking at, and then um, yeah, I think it's it's interesting to see like yeah Chelsea um, started the season well, looking good, a bit unfortunate with that sending off against Liverpool, and I think like the Aston Villa they haven't started great. I think they can continue. The key thing is this or the shenanigans around the returning players from international duty. Um, Matt, that's that's why you're the, the sort of stat and the person in the know. <laughs> um, I know there was this big thing between Argentina and Brazil. What is the latest and who may, if you definitely know, who may not be able to start this weekend? And maybe that, that extends upon just the Brazilian or Argentinian players. Yeah, it was a, it was a, um, bit of bit farcical really over the international break. Um, uh, there was a lot of sort of talk before about you know Premier League teams not wanting to release some some of their players. Um, we've seen some of the Argentinians um, did end up tra- did end up travelling um, for that game, which was then called off after about four minutes when when um, uh, health ministers were sort of storming the pitch, which is all just a bit crazy. But um, I believe that means the Argentinian players that played and that featured in that match or, or travelled anyway um, are going to be unavailable this weekend. So that's 
Um, Martinez, Aston Villa, um, who is probably a popular pick. Um, few of the Spurs, a couple of the Spurs players, yeah. probably not in in many people's teams at the moment, but um, yeah. might be ones to ones to watch out for. Yeah, it'd be, be Lascelles and that Romero. Yeah. I think they're the two are flagged. Yeah, um, and um, is it part Bundia? Of, I think uh, Bundia is the other one, isn't he? Can't play. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'd have to double check. Maybe I'll look it up yeah. in a minute. But. Um, um, yeah, the other thing that about that fixture as well is yeah the Brazilian players that um, didn't transfer uh, didn't travel over sorry for that um, for that fixture um, Brazil um, there's you're not allowed basically you're not allowed to sort of ask players or tell players that they're not allowed to go for international duty and if you do then the international um, uh, team can ask for those players to be banned for to miss miss a game so that's what the Brazilian FA have done um, at the time of recording um, so so far sort of a bunch of Brazilian players. Um, that would have featured in that squad. So Edison, Allison, um, Rafinha, I think, at, at Leeds. Um, uh, That's a big one. Yeah, he's in my team. Um, uh, Gabriel Jesus, um, a few other players like that. Uh, at the moment, they're all banned. I think the latest I saw today, it's the, we're recording on Thursday, so there might be some more info, um, is that the clubs are hopeful to get an exemption from that from that um, uh, um, circumstances so that they would be able to play. But yeah, at the moment... There's not I th- looking at the list from a fantasy perspective. There wasn't sort of a huge amount of 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 uh, sort of crossover. I, I can't imagine a lot of people have someone like Gabriel Jesus in in their team. But Rafinha is Rafinha is probably a big one. Um, although they do play Liverpool this weekend, so maybe not the worst thing in the world. But yeah, um, well, I've been mentioning him anyway. Yeah, I mean it's weird. The game. I'm just flicking around on the game, and the game is actually flagged. All the Argentinian players as red flag. They can't play, but the Brazilians are all available. So someone like Jesus or the yeah your goalkeeper Edison, yes. they are not flagged uh, so we'll what, see what comes of that so Rafini yeah watch out okay for that with... from a city perspective if Edison isn't able to play because Zach <laughs> Stefan also has co- is recovering oh, from Covid so it's going to be oh it's it's Scott Carson it'd be, time it'd be big Scotty Carson coming in oh. with the goat um, oh, wow. would, be, would be coming in so uh, you know that's that's definitely going to be some a clean sheet for City guaranteed so um, I'd dump all your, um, your Leicester assets if that's the case but uh... incredible what a differential maybe, <laughs> maybe that would put this plot uh, the pot um, the, oh dear I can't get my words out the plot spoiler anyway um, so good thanks for that Matt so let's uh, move on to well we can't ignore him he's Cristiano Ronaldo um, in a wrap, Matt. Is it as easy as that? Yeah, what's, I mean, what's happening? It's the big question, really. You know, it's it's um, uh, he's obviously he's obviously massively disrupted the game, um, both in terms of you know another premium forward option. I think when we talked at the start of the season, um, there wasn't really anyone up, you know in that sort of upper echelons of of forward pricing that you would really be interested in. Now we've got Kane, we've got Lukaku, and we've got Ronaldo, sort of all around that eleven point five to twelve point five million um so obviously you've got you've got his impact in the game as well you've also got his impact on the other um united players um you i would expect probably him to take penalties off bruno fernandez which massively diminishes him as a um as an asset it's another player in that forward line to rotate out so someone like mason greenwood or um anyone else that you might have from that sort of united front line um potentially also is is, is another consideration so um, let's, let's go sorry mate let's go back a couple of weeks who was the front three before ronaldo st- um, signed who who were they? i know greenwood was there greenwood's played all three. to come involved who was who was sort of in the middle um was it greenwood it was it was bruno i believe i think they were sort of playing i think in the, they played um greenwood up greenwood up top bruno behind him and I think they played Dan James for a couple of games. Okay. He's, now, he's now gone to Leeds, but yeah. um, I would expect 
their forward line with with the injuries they've got and sort of on on form. You know, someone like Martial doesn't seem to be in, on in form at the moment. But so I'd expect something along the lines of Sancho, Greenwood, Bruno, with Ronaldo up up top. Yeah. With with probably Pogba and. Fred on McTominay sort, yeah. sort of behind. Pogba did start a bit further forward in that first game, got a lot of returns um, in that, you know, in the, in the big demolishing of um, of Leeds, but he's sort of, he's dropped back a little bit positionally wise. I think they've gone, they've sort of um, dropped the playing Fred and McTominay. So that's yep. probably what I'd expect. Obviously, you know, we've got, you've got Marcus Rashford due to come back probably not until October. Um, you've got Martial sort of rotating around in that, in that sort of front line as well. But I'd expect probably that, would be the the preferred forward line if if everything stays as it is over the next couple of weeks anyway. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. Matt. Sorry, I've, I've put you at your stride. Go for no, it. No, that's fine. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think there's there's two considerations really. I mean, I think there's there's um, there's definitely his impact on the other players. Impact on Fernandez, I think, is 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 massive. You know, Fernandez scored a lot of his goals from penalties last season. Sort of, some, I think something like fifty percent of his goals were, were penalties. Um, if those go to Ronaldo, that's you know that's massively diminishing him as a as a sort of premium option in that twelve million pound sort of price range in in midfield free kicks as well potentially obviously this means you know maybe Fernandez is getting more assists maybe he's you know set, maybe he's the one setting them up but um it definitely means that that's a really tempting um it's a really tempting option I suppose to, to move Fernandez down and bring someone like Ronaldo in um so one of the things yeah it's been on my consideration sort of over this international break um my original plan sort of before Ronaldo signed was that I wanted to move Ings on um uh, for probably for Calvert-Lewin Ings sort of runs into a really difficult run of fixtures now. He's got Chelsea, Everton, United, Spurs. Calvert-Lewin comes into a really nice run of fixtures, so that's a fairly easy swap, same sort of price range. But potentially now what I might be doing is, you know, Fernandez to someone like Torres maybe, or or Jota with, with Firmino out, Ben Rama maybe in a, in a few weeks, and then upgradings to, to Ronaldo. Um, one of the things that's quite one of the things that's quite nice about that is sort of looking forward my sort of plan you know you I, you I think when you sort of put these teams together you maybe sort of have a bit of a sort of sense of, of where you might want to go with it at some point and one of the things I was thinking about was you know that Chelsea's fixtures really really flip around sort of game week seven they have a really nice run of fixtures so it'd be I'd want to be bringing, bringing around, uh, Lukaku in probably at, at that point in time which means I'd have to move some money around to, to upgrade someone like Ings to Lukaku and he'd sort of find three or four million um Maybe if I do if I do it now and bring sort of Fernandez out and bring um, Ronaldo in, that means I've got money up front. So if I, it's an easy swap from Ronaldo to Lukaku in a few weeks' time, um, but it's a it's a risk, you know. He's he's um, Ronaldo is obviously one of the, you know one of the best players in in the world, but um, will he sort of come straight straight in the game tomorrow or sorry the game on Saturday against Newcastle? Um, you know I. I I think there's a, there's a not there's not an impossible chance that he starts on the bench to come on and get a big reception um, in in that game. And you know, Fernandez has been one of the best assets in fantasy football over the last twelve to 18, 18 months. So it's a risk probably to move him on because he is someone that can that can return. But it's uh it's tricky. You know, Ronaldo's already up to eighteen percent ownership. Um, you know, he's not and he's not kicked a ball in in the game. So um, it's going to massively disrupt what people are doing. Fernandez has already dropped in price once. I think um, if if Ronaldo comes in and, and starts well, I'd expect that 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 to be an, a very popular transfer again. Fernandez out and, and, and Ronaldo in. But I think at the moment I'm probably leaning towards towards making the move. It's a little bit risky, um, but. Like I said, it kind of lines up with that strategy of a couple of weeks' time. I wanted to bring Lukaku in, and maybe that means 
I don't need to wildcard in, in three weeks' time. You know, maybe I can keep it for an injury crisis or something like that. But it's a it's a tricky one. It's it's one of the big ones that I think a lot of people have to make this week. I think we've seen a lot of wildcards. I'm sure a lot of people are bringing, bringing them in. But um, what do you think, Ryan? What, what are your sort of... Um, are you, where, where are you leaning on on the Ronaldo train? Are you are you hopping on board, or are you you keeping watch for now? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going for it. I think I'm. Yeah, I've got Ings. There are other options. Bamford, who maybe not mentioned, Calvert Lewin. He's flagged at the moment with a bit of an yeah, injury, and flagged, that yeah. that lent that sort of pushed me more towards getting Ronaldo in. Uh, I would disagree with you thinking he'll start on the bench. He's Ronaldo. He doesn't start on the bench. I think he could get 60, 70 minutes. Look, best case scenario, if we do bring him in a couple of goals, he'll get a hero's reception on the way out. And and Oli's the actually, uh, is, is the overall winner of all of this all of this stuff. So I, I just don't think you can just sit Ronaldo on the bench. <laughs> I think he's probably <laughs> his contract. He's at Man United. He starts. He's... he's um, so... That, that leans me, yeah. The thing is, I've got to raise cash. So I think the one who goes for me is Fernandez. And then, yeah, that, that just brings me, I think, looking at my team, I'll have about eight odd million to bring in a midfielder. I am tempted to go for the Greenwood. I've missed it early on in the season. But I mean, I think Ronaldo will take goals away from certainly Bruno and Greenwood. But Ronaldo's got to get some service. Um, I think Jaden Sancho could be a very, very interesting asset when things start to settle down because he he provided a lot of the assists, as we all know, in uh, Richard Dortmund for Haaland. And I think it's it's, it's of a similar um, vibe here where he's going to be looking to provide Ronaldo with all of those chances. So I think Sancho's got to be possible. I'm not saying now, but let's see how it all settles down. But I think he could be a good thing. Now, if Greenwood could replicate what Sancho does, then... And stay in the team, then yeah. He, I mean, his value at seven point seven, and he's scoring already. And if he can have have Ronaldo next to him, he just becomes. Well, no one likes the word, but essential. So, um, you mentioned other play. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of players around that sort of eight to sort of six point five million thing. You could just go for it. The one thing I can't do at the moment is go for Jota, um, because I've got. I've not got rid of Simicus yet, so I've got Trent Alexander, Arnold, Simicus, and Salah. So I've got I've got a block there. Um, I yeah, I mean I could have got rid of Simicus earlier on. Um, so this week I've got two free transfers. I'm still. It's interesting to know what's happened with Firmino. Like a lot, there's been rumours that he's quite long term. I think until that information comes through. It may be that I'd take a minus four, get rid of Simicus, Fernandez, and Ings and bring in sort of, yeah, Jota, um, Ronaldo, and then a defender. Um, so lot, lots of things to look at. Um, I mean, yeah, my team, it's bare bones. Um, I'm, I'm already disappointed I got Ben Rama in. I mean, I suppose bought him in, he, he blanked, but I just. Yeah, I just don't know. I've got three West Ham in my team, and I think it's. <laughs> I mean, I know this is not because I'm a Tottenham ball, but I just think it's a bit hev- heavily weighted in that in that space. They've started really well, so look, um, it, it make it makes sense at the time. But yeah, the two Arsenal. It's just my team's looking a little bit lopsided. I was very very close to wildcarding. I just felt that there was a, some players in there. If I like White, Smith Rowe, Tony Ings, 
Harrison, there's the sort of five players there, and potentially a goalkeeper Sanchez who hasn't really started that great. Yeah. I, I, the six players there, I can get rid of. I'd love to get rid of straight away now, but I feel that if I can just ride out this little storm, then I can make two transfers to correct it and I'll go from there. So, yeah, it's um, I mean, it's strange. I've had a relatively good start. I mean, I'm twenty odd points behind you, Matt. So, I mean, you've got a little bit of a lead on me, but that's not that's not. That's fine. I'll, I'll, yeah, at this I'll point of the season, it's, it's nothing yeah. to worry about, is it, really? Absolutely not. So, yeah, what I'm worried about is my team value. It's not great. Um, so I just, potentially, if this weekend doesn't go well, I may have to make a move. But it's a long way off. We'll see, we'll see where we get on. But, yeah, I think, I'm certainly thinking of the Ronaldo and another to come in. Um, let's, and I'm waiting on news from Firmino. So, um, captain options this week. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> do you look past Ronaldo against Newcastle? I mean, you think you mentioned it? Well, um, yeah, you I mentioned mean, him, Matt, because of starting. I think there are other options, but. I mean, yeah, I th- yeah, I think Salah against Leeds is a really good option. Um, Leeds have shipped in shipped a lot of goals sort of over the course of the season so far. Um, Salah started the season uh, started the season pretty well, two goals so far. Um, uh, he didn't travel for, we think he travelled for international duty and played one game. Um, so it could well be that he's looking good. I think you know, I think if you bring Ronaldo in, it's going to be very tempting to, to captain him against Newcastle. Um, you know, Newcastle are. are, are poor side really in 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 terms of the league um it's just i just have that question mark about whether he might be start on the bench and, and be safe for a big sort of hero's entrance and on 55 minutes or something like that so potentially i might stay away from just from from the um from the uncertainty you know fernandez again not sure i'd want to captain him with with sort of some of the uncertainty around around sort of that united front line and and you know things like penalties and, and other bits and pieces like that um antonio again is a good option you know he's yeah. he's he's the man of the season so far four goals southampton coming up next um not a bad team to target with captaincy picks um so it could well be that he's that he's sort of he retains the captaincy but i think if you bring ronaldo in you're probably leaning towards towards captaining him um uh it's 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 a bit of a risk you know he's uh Although you know we've seen we've seen sort of he's not quite the player he was a few years ago, but he's still putting up incredible numbers for 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 Juve and and you know still scoring for Portugal at a, at a regular clip. So um, I think yeah. I think he's a he's a big one. So golden boot winner in the recent Euros, yeah. Ronaldo, twenty nine goals last year, wasn't it in Serie A? And I think that was yeah. in thirty two games or something like that. Yeah. Like, it's still bonkers stats, even though he's 36. I mean, we all know he keeps himself well. <laughs> so, like, he just knows what what, what he's doing. Yeah, I'll throw in a couple of um, couple of names. So, Chelsea got home to Villa. I think Lukaku's a decent shout. There was talk around, I mean, I don't know what it is. Is everyone calling everyone's bluff? But there was talk around an injury he picked up again on international duty or something like that. So... He's flagged at the moment, but I think that's a pretty good fixture. Villa have not started well, as we mentioned. They are without Martinez in goal, assuming that ban is happening. So I don't know what level they go down to, but I do seem to remember a subkeeper a couple of seasons ago throwing a ball into the net. And <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, I think Chelsea could go well there. Um, 
I will pick out Spurs. I mean, Son is another one who's come back with an injury from um, from international duty. So he started the season well, got a couple of goals, gets this thing is a dub, two di- double digit returns. Um, but look, Harry Kane, I, I don't think many people got Harry Kane, but if you're looking for a differential pick, <laughs> put the captaincy on Kane. I think I think he'll go well against Palace. But and then and then we'll all be scratching to know what 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 to do. Um, but yeah, so lots of options this week, which is nice. Um, I mean, we've not even mentioned Man City, but <laughs> I, I, well, I just think you avoid them, don't you? You don't know who's playing, but yeah, there's there's some nice options. Yeah, Torres has start, started well. You, you'd expect him to keep his place, but do you captain him? I don't think you do with with some potential stronger options. Um, we touched on sort of fixture, like well, this moves us probably onto our fixture or differentials watch list who we're looking at. Um, there are some swings in the fixtures. Um, I suppose, yeah, do you want to pick out a differential? And forgive me, Matt, I always ask you every single week, who did you pick last week? Cause I, yeah. And who did, not, who did I pick? I'm trying That's to a good question. Uh, I think, you know, the listeners would have to go back to the previous episode if they wanted to see, uh, you know, to, to check us on that one. Um, we're not I looking back, we're, look, we're looking forward, basically. Yeah, we are, let's go. I can't remember. Um, so I'm probably going to pick the same player I picked last week, um, but Raul Jimenez um, at, at Wolves. Um, Wolves have started the season... Badly, three defeats, but their underlying stats are really good. They they've been playing and underlying stats and also the eye test. You know, I've seen I've not seen sort of full games, but I've seen highlights. They are looking really good. I think they're just not quite having the rub of the green with with um with the results yet. And Jimenez coming back, he's played ninety minutes in all three games, um, and their run of fixtures is pretty incredible. Watford, Brentford, Southampton, Newcastle, Aston Villa, Leeds, Everton, Palace, West Ham, Norwich, and Burnley over the next sort of 10 game weeks. I mean that is almost yeah. as good almost as good a fixture list as you could as you could design if you were if you were sort of creating that um for the ones you want. And and you know Jimenez's his underlying stats have been um have been really good. Um you know I think he's he's really rated highly in the um uh, FPL have a sort of threat index. Um he's sort of third I think in in set of forwards at, at that point. So he's he's getting in the right positions. He's getting a lot of um uh, he's getting a lot of chances um uh, it's just not quite it's not quite happening for him yet but i think it will at some point he's 7.4 million now um dropped in price by i think by, by 0.1 owned by three percent of the game um uh i think we've talked a little bit about sort of upgrading forwards you know bringing in some of those premiums um antonio is obviously doing doing well but if you're looking to sort of move some cash around um you know maybe you don't want to go up to um, you know, you don't want to go up to a sort of one of those premiums, or you want to maybe upgrade Ivan Tony or something like that. Um, he could be definitely one to, to to keep an eye on. Um, it's not quite happened for him yet, but I think they are on the cusp of uh, of, of of coming back into it. But so yeah, Jimenez Jimenez would be my would be my pick um, as one to watch. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, very solid. And to be honest, I was pretty much on the same page. I'll I'll, I'll take Jimenez, and I'll I'll, I'll raise you. Um, to Adama Chore, I'm going to go there. Um, I I watched him against Spurs. He absolutely terrorised us for about 60 minutes and had a clean one-on-one. And as he does always, he missed. But I think you just listed off a load of stats um, around that. I think like he's literally broken every stat going of how hasn't he scored yet. The, the fixture list backs that up. He's six million as a as a um, midfielder, listed midfielder. Um, he's only owned by two point nine percent of the game. So, look, when I'm talking about potentially um, 
getting in a midfielder, he, like the thing is, you know he will play. Um, we talk around all these other players, Jota, Greenwood, for, for, um, Torres. Like this guy plays week in week out, as does your Jimenez. So, um, yeah, he's. I mean, he's my differential end sort of on that watch list. Um, I, I just don't know whether I'm going to go there. I should, from from my history of last year, I, I probably should go there, but because uh, there's not a better set of fixtures, but it's just a double sure, right? Yeah. <laughs> We've seen it. The thing is, you, I can I can back you on Jimenez, and again, if I wasn't to go down the um, Ronaldo route, I would seriously be looking at maybe a double forward switch in yeah, getting Jimenez in for um, Tony, and then maybe Calvert-Lewin in. Calvert-Lewin in for Ings, so that that that's a pretty nice switch, and it doesn't really disrupt much of much of the rest of the team. So, yeah, um, decent enough thing there. So other we we, we did um, we can just on on the sort of Premier League site, there's the FDR, the fixture difficulty rating, um, as mentioned. Arsenal got a, it's actually run of, well, they've got six fixtures, four favourable over the, the next six weeks. So they'll start with Norwich, Burnley away. Tottenham at home is obviously a derby. I mean, it's been flagged. This is this is the way things have changed for Arsenal. Brighton, Hove, Albion away is flagged as sort of a, a medium rating there for Arsenal. You would expect that being green in, in, in past, but I suppose that's where they're at. And then they've got um, Palace, Chris Palace at home, and then Villa, a sort of a set of six fixtures. So, that is what I'm clinging on to to make to make sure um, I try and get returned. The other team I just want to mention is Watford. Um, a very erratic start. Um, I mean, they look better at home. I think their opening fixture at home was pretty good. We saw um, it's Melisar. He started quite well, but yeah, they, they run of sort of. We've mentioned Wolves, uh, Norwich. Newcastle leads. That's not a bad set of fixtures. And Sar is he's six million, but I, actually I don't know what. I'm just going to try and check out what his um, ownership is because I bet he's more than five percent. Uh, which is there? Oh, four point seven percent. So yeah, there's my backup for Sar. There's okay. Manas Sar. Um, and anything else you want to pick out, Matt? I think just in terms of other teams with good with good fixtures. Um, uh, yeah, you mentioned sort of Arsenal. We talked about Wolves. Um, Leeds after this Liverpool one Liverpool game coming up have a pretty good run of fixtures. They've got Newcastle, West Ham, Watford, Saints and, and Wolves. Um Patrick Bamford has started the season fairly well. You know, again another forward option. Um I think we've sort of gone from re- having really limited forward options to actually there's quite a few decent ones um sort of popping up here and here and there. So um definitely one to, to keep an eye on. Um and yeah, Everton again uh, have a nice sort of turn of fixtures, so um, like I said, Calvert-Lewin was my original plan. Um, Richarlison is also available as a centre forward, um, and yeah, they've started the season pretty well. Um, you know, they've 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 looked okay. You know, Damari Gray, I think I talked about him as a differential a couple of weeks ago. Um, he, uh, you know, he's he scored two and two um, Again, sort of nice run of fixtures. Five point six could be a really good enabler. Um, that's what midfield midfield price point looks looks like. He's a, he's a certain starter. So. Um, I think those are the teams I'd be targeting um, if I'm looking to bring people in, apart from you know obviously the Ronaldo factor, the Lukaku factor, something like that. But um, yeah, some some um, some teams have got nice some nice runs of fixtures coming up now, so um, it's a good time to hop on some of these ones, even if they haven't necessarily done it so far. I mean, I, I know sort of you generally want to go on form rather than fixtures, but um, uh, you know so early in the season form can be a little bit hard to 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 really sort of justify, and it doesn't take much for 
you know, one of these centre forwards or one of these sort of attacking players to go on a bit of a run, you know, pull up, pull up sort of two and three or two and four or something like that, and suddenly they're they're shooting up the, up the um uh, the sort of points totals for their positions. So um, good time to yeah. try and catch some of these some of these guys, um, you know, early um, if you can. Yeah, guys and girls, man. Not in big, not, big, not, big. In, not in this game. Uh, um, so yeah, I think it's. Um... Yeah, keep, keep an eye on that. As I think you you did touch on sort of Man United got a okay run, and then basically it then sort of turns Chelsea's that team, and then I think it's I think there's um, some a fixture swing again, like Man United. I think it might be game week thirteen, just to have possibly the easiest run. It might be game week fourteen. I'm just clicking up now. Uh, yeah, easiest run I think ever. Um, to be seen in yeah, there's fantasy, a, fantasy terms. So it's one yeah. of the reasons why I think I think sort of I'm leaning towards bringing Ronaldo in is is that there's a really nice rotation of centre forwards in that sort of yeah. fixture list. You know, you got Ronaldo for a bit now for sort of three or four games. Then you got Lukaku. Then I think back to Ronaldo. Then I think Harry Kane has a bit of a sort of swing yeah. towards the end of the season. So you know, having some cash up front means you can make these last four moves a lot easier. Yeah. You know, it's a lot it's a lot easier just to have one transfer a week and go okay, Lukaku to Ronaldo, or Ronaldo to Lukaku, or Kane to um, someone else in that sort of price range like at the moment you know if I want to bring Ronaldo in I'm going to have to move some money out probably bring Fernandez, you know sort of shift 4 million from midfield to up front or something like that whereas if you have a premium forward you can you know you can follow those fixtures and you can try and chase those trends a little bit easier you're not relying on sort of banking transfers or saving them up or taking hits and things like that so yeah. that's the reason I think I'm leaning towards the Ronaldo move I think it's probably uh, you know it's 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 a bit of fun as well early, early, in, early in the game um, you know it's not uh, it's not the end of the world. It's uh, I think I think you want to you want you know, he's coming back into the Premier League. It's, it's getting a lot of attention. You, you you know it could well be could be one to 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 get on board if you want in these early parts yeah. of the season. Yeah, you want to be part of it. Of course you do. I mean, it's this is what we're doing. As you say, Matt, it doesn't work out. Is there are a lot of other options you can go to? I think you're right, Matt. If you're sort of you got an eight billion forward and Ronaldo just kicks, you got four and a half million. You got to find, and that is going to be two moves so yeah. you're going to be taking a hit for it so and yeah, also, yeah and, that's, you know, that does make sense Bruno scored 20 points in the first game week then one point and then two points so it's not exactly like you're moving away from the world's hottest midfielder at this point in time anyway you know, I mean, three games not a great not a great sample size at the best of times but um, you know he's he's uh, it's it's, an, it's a choice that I think I think makes sense so I, I think yeah. I think I've talked myself into it over the course of this podcast that I'm <laughs> oh, going to be making, pleased. That I'm gonna be making in, the move in, but yeah, uh, this is this is where Fernandez or Bruno will come in with a twenty pointer, oh, sure. and Ronaldo will come way. off the bench for a one pointer, and then we'll be like, "What are we doing?" But yeah, you can have some, uh, we'll have some fun along the way. Well, good. Um, I'm I'm pleased, Matt. Um, I, I mean, look, we do think alike, um, I think it's interesting. Pretty much look like we're going down the same route, but um, I just think you got to be on it. Um, in it to win it, so that's yeah. uh, good. Yeah. Also, thinking about team value, you know, he, he's he's price locked at the moment, Ronaldo. But he, I'm sure, if he comes on this weekend and scores, say, two goals, he's going to oh. shoot. He's going to maybe triple rise over the course of that week. He's going to be he's going to be flying into teams. So, um, yeah. might be one to yeah. if you can get on it, get on it early. Um, you never know. It's always it's always an easy down. It's easier to downgrade than it is to get back up. So, um, yeah, I think it could be worth one. But I think that's uh, that's going to do it for us here. We've you know we've 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 
talked ourselves into into that transfer. Probably we'll we'll, we'll come back next week. We'll we'll uh, we'll see whether it worked out or not, or whether it's a whether it was a big mistake as Bruno Fernandez scores another hat trick. We'll we'll have to wait and see. But um, we'll be here. We'll be back next week to look at to yeah to look back at those these fixtures and, and talk about talk about um, the following game week. So from myself and from from Ryan, thanks very much for listening, um, and we'll speak to you next week. Yeah, good luck, all. Speak to you later. Thank you.